Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it. Hey everyone, welcome back to another Trident Wargaming podcast. I'm your host, Andy, and today we'll be going through some bolt action again, this time with the Royal Hungarian Army. It's a army that you don't really see too much on the board, um, but I think it's a, a slight underdog of an army. It uh, has enough units and options to be playable. Uh, I plan on playing it in the new year myself. Um, so yeah, so with this army, uh, there's two books out there that you would need for resources. You have your Armies of Italy and the uh, Axis powers, and then you also have your campaign Fortress Budapest. That's where you'll get majority of your rules, your army rules and unit rules. Um, so we'll be going through those in this episode here. Uh, but first, we are going to do a little shout out and whatnot here. Uh, thanks to all our current patrons, Frederick, Dustin, Chris, and Tyler. Um, thank you for supporting us on our Patreon. If you're uh, looking to you know, support us as well, uh, if you want to pitch anything to us, it helps along the way. Buy a coffee, get some paints, resources for the episodes, stuff like that. Um, just hit up, hit us up on our links. Uh, but again, thank you very much. We appreciate it. And also, thank you to our sponsor, Battle Bling, at the Battle Bling store. They have some incredible 3D prints and whatnot for some of the armies, um, mainly for, I believe, 40K and, and 30K and whatnot. And I think they have other stuff there too. So, uh, thank you very much for them, uh, for sponsoring us. They sent us uh, some little trinkets here and there for us to paint up and, and show off to you guys. So thank you there. And check them out. They're pretty cool. So uh, before we go on to the rest of the episode for um, the actual army, uh, as usual, we'll do the hobby front. Myself, uh, still still working on terrain. So uh, nothing too exciting there, but it's coming along. I got uh, six of my uh, D-Day Bunker Hills that are coming up for our event in October. Um, now I'm starting to work on more trench lines and whatnot for Brickhorn Manor. Um, so trench lines, craters, all that kind of stuff. Hills, trees, lots of trees. Um, so that'll be pretty fun. It'll be, be a good little collection of terrain. Um, also trying to bust out and get the British army built up as that was one of my current projects for bolt action. So there's that. And then of course a whole bunch of, uh, other things from different systems. Been playing a lot of games. Um, so yeah, and, uh, training a whole bunch of new players. So if you are here locally, uh, in Edmonton, Alberta, um, I do do demos for the game for Bolt Action. Uh, we have a great community that you come out and participate with and play games and, and hang out and all that and learn a lot of stuff. Uh, if you ever do like to, uh, you know, get a demo game in, uh, you can hit me up and we can schedule it or you can uh, hit up uh, Red Claw Gaming here in Edmonton and they can arrange a, a meetup here with me as well. So... Um, with that being said, we can uh, start kind of going through the armies. So the Hungarian army, the royal army. 
so the Royal Hungarian Army was created in 1922 after the defeat and breakup of the Austro-Hungarian Empire in the First World War. So it's kind of where they were built. Uh, there's a lot of great stuff in the campaign Fo uh, Fortress Budapest book. Uh, I'm not going to read through the whole history of it. You guys can check that out. But uh, lots of great info, uh, back history on it. There's like 16 scenarios that you can do. Um, so check that out. It's pretty good. A lot of uh, beautiful pictures and whatnot in there too. And, and dioramas of the miniatures being set up. Um, pretty thick, pretty thick book. Uh, not only do they have the Hungarian um, info and whatnot in their new units, they also have German new units as well, plus the Soviets and Romanians by the looks of it as well. Um, and then, of course, theater selectors too. So definitely check that book out. Uh, your other book for the uh, Italy and Axis powers has your generic standard kind of army in there. There's a couple of theater selectors, but that's where your main bulk of your rules are going to be uh, for your Hungarians. So jumping into that, let's take a look at some of their army special rules. Um, so they have access support. So the Hungarian forces operate in close support to German forces, and thus were often stiffened by German units. Uh, so to represent this, the Hungarian force may include one extra unit from either the German list in the Bolt of Actions rulebook, or the Armies of Germany book, or the Italian Eastern Front Theater selector from this book, uh, though no Italian Army specials apply. So... Uh, this unit does not uh, count towards the normal platoon maximum, but it cannot be veteran unit and cannot have a vehicle with a damage value of 10 plus or 11 plus with the exception of the Tiger 1, which be, may be included. So you get to at least get a little bit of, of reinforcement for um, probably mainly your tanks. Uh, I'm sure there's a couple of units in there. We could probably throw SS units, stuff like that in there. Um, so that's a cool little ability, kind of gives you a little bit of the ally forced that you can pick up and, and put into your army, which I think is pretty neat. The other special rule that they have is experienced officer corps. Um, it's essentially the Hungarian officers had like extensive training and, uh, their leadership abilities, I guess, were pretty renowned. So. All HQ, Hungarian HQ units are fanatics. Um, so pretty neat. It's not army-wide, but could help out with your, your officers and whatnot. They stay to the end. So <laughs> pretty cool. Uh, so their basic infantry and whatnot and officers, they have officers, medics, of course, uh, forward observers. Um, their infantry sections are very similar to just German grenadiers, I would say. So light machine guns, you know, NCOs, your pads are FOSS for 10 points. Uh, just one soldier, that is. Anti-tank grenades. 
they get tank hunter if the the unit is equipped with a Panzerfaust or anti-tank grenades, of course. So that's kind of their regular infantry. Uh, they do have the inexperienced infantry and the border guard defense force. Just like any other inexperienced unit. Light infantry or mountain infantry. Uh, they have... What's so special about them? Not really much. They are just... They're veterans, actually. So... Um, they're actually a fairly large unit. So you can add eight men to this unit and they start with five. So it's a fairly larger unit. Uh, some machine guns, machine guns. Yeah. So large veteran unit, which could be very helpful for, for just holding points, you know, being that tough hunkering down, um, It'd be pretty tough to knock them out unless you got some big guns hitting them. So that's pretty neat. They do have cavalry. Uh, they are veterans. So it uh, looks like nine, nine man cavalry section. Uh, very simple. Um, the only thing is they do have a special rule. So they weren't trained to charge into battle, but rather act as a mobile reserve pursue, pursue unit. So Hungarian cavalry units may move into contact with enemy units while mounted. On the other hand, Hungarian cavalry sections do not suffer minus one to their leadership role to arrive from reserve. So there you go. Good unit to put in reserve. Take a take a point. Um, counter counter assault something. Lay down some firepower on the flank. It's interesting. Then they have the usual like machine gun team, anti-tank rifle team, Panzer Shrek team, sniper team. You got your up to a medium mortar. So that plus your field artillery all the way up to a heavy artillery. Same thing with your anti-tank guns. Uh, they even have heavy anti-tank guns. So uh, you do have some firepower with this army, right? Like you're not... Um, you're not just relying on just some outdated equipment. Like they actually have essentially like German equipment, um, very similar to German army, except not as many options, um, but enough options for you to actually build an army, uh, anti-aircraft guns as well. And, uh, some of their vehicles, which are very, this is where they kind of are a little limited and hence the. Um, taking the reinforcements from the German army, like the access support rule. This is where it comes into effect. So their tanks, uh, what I'm looking at, they got like three tanks in the main book. So you got a, a CV-33 or a CV-35 tankette, which is a, a light tankette, uh, seven plus for damage value. Very cheap. Regular at 60 points, forward-facing MMG. Um, you can replace the single for two MMGs, so 10 points for that. So if you're playing playing pretty early on, you can just rip around with this thing with machine guns. Uh, Toldy 2. So this regular cost is 90 points. Turn mount anti-tank rifle. 
and a coaxial MMG. It's a light tank. You can actually replace the rifle with a light anti-tank gun for 35 points. So it's a different, a little different there with the rifle. Don't know if I'll take that or not, but um, then you have the 4M Tehran. 175 points for a regular. Turret mounted light anti-tank gun with a coaxial MMG forward facing hull mounted MMG. Nine plus medium tank. So you can replace the medium anti-tank, or sorry, the light anti-tank gun with a medium anti-tank for the Turon 2 for 20 points. So not as not as strong as uh, possibly a, a Panzer IV, maybe closer to like a Panzer III. Um, otherwise, that's what they have for the tanks in the main book, if that's all you got. They do have an assault gun, uh, 43M Zerini 2, 185 points for a regular. I just, I mentioned the regular points because that's what most players will take, in my opinion. Uh, I don't think it's worth going inexperienced with tanks. Um, it's just a lot of points for kind of giving yourself that uh, penalty of just being inexperienced so uh, but that's just a that's just an army building thing right depends on your force depends on your theater selector if you're going to go that route so uh, forward facing hull mounted medium howitzer and crew carried MMG with 360 arc fire medium tank 9 plus you can add a pintle mounted MMG for 15 the crew can either shoot the Zerini main gun or the MMG, but not both. So penalized a little bit for that, but that's what you got to work with. Whole bunch of armored cars. Saba 39M. Uh, 85 points regular. Turn mounted anti-tank rifle with a coaxial MMG. 7 plus armored car. You can replace the uh, anti-tank rifle with co coaxial MMG with a turret mounted MG and radio aerials for 15 points, uh, representing that's a command version. Has Reki, of course the command vehicle. Uh, Toldy one, 75 points regular. Turret mounted anti-tank rifle. I'm seeing a lot of turret mounted anti-tank rifles, which, I mean, it's a tankette. It's probably, yeah, 1940 to 44. So it was used all over the place. They just didn't have a good selection, I guess, of, of tanks at the time. Uh, of course, you have your anti-tank rifle. Mind you, that uh, that tank I just talked about, the Toldy 1, actually has recce as well. So that's interesting. Uh, anti-tank rifle, anti-aircraft vehicles. The Nimrod self-propelled anti-tank aircraft gun. Turret mounted heavy autocannon. So a lot of shots there. And of course your transports are just uh, tractors and trucks. So that's from your main book. So as you can see, there's not a lot in there. Uh, it's usable on its own. It might not be the greatest, but I think when you start looking at the Fortress Budapest book, that's where you'll start to get a lot more um, of the units that, you know, you can have some fun with and, and like 
this will really bolster my army. So we'll go through a few of those as well and, and talk about them too. So you do have the uh, Arrow Cross Militia section. They are inexperienced. Um, looks like a whole bunch of rifles, SMGs, Panzerfaust, light machine gun. Uh, they have Shirker, Special Rule, and fan, uh, Fatalistic Zeal. So this is a new rule. Uh, so in close quarters only, this unit counts as having Fanatic Special Rule until the combat is resolved. So very cheap unit. Uh, if you are trying to just get them somewhere and possibly make a crazy charge, uh, this is this is one of those units. Uh, assault Pioneer section. You can take them as regular veteran. They start at 55 points. Again, it's a large squad. You can add eight additional men to them. Uh, you can have two submachine guns, two Panzerfoss, a flamethrower, a light machine gun. You can equip them with anti-tank grenades, mine clearing gear. Plus you can uh, upgrade their light machine gun to a German MG42. So they end up getting the MG42. Essentially gives them the Hitler's buzzsaw uh, special rule. So one extra shot on that. Uh, tank hunters, of course, if they take any of the other gear. Motivated Elite. This unit removes D2 pins rather than one for passing aura tests. That's pretty good. Um, that helps a lot if you're, you're really pinned down and stuff like that. And then, of course, they have um, mine clearing gear. So add plus two to the roll for mine clearing chart when clearing minefields. That's probably mainly going to be in if you're using... Uh, scenario rules, stuff like that, or adding that kind of rule to your games, which is the beautiful thing about bolt action is that you can do that. It's just whatever you guys want to play with, right? So I'm just taking a sip of my coffee here. Uh, border guard section. There's another unit for you. Uh, again, a large squad. Eight additional, they start with five. Some machine guns. Oh, so this is another squad that uh, gets a light machine gun, but it also can have a flamethrower in it as well. Uh, so that's two units that have the flamethrowers that are, uh, one's kind of like an engineer squad, the other one is not. So, you know, so our squad... Um, they can be shirkers as well, apparently, for, th for minus three points. So if that is taken, uh, they have guardians of the Carpathians. The men at the border guard uh, battalions have grown up in the forest hills of the Carpathian mountains. Treat all woods, normally rough ground, as open ground for movement purposes. They also have home ground. So these troops are fighting to defend their homes and they use their local knowledge to great effect, choosing the best defense positions, laying ambushes and bringing up reserves on the road. Networks they know well. So this unit does not suffer the usual minus one on its role to come on from reserves or outflank. In addition, if this unit is deploying on the table at the start of the game in an, or in the first wave, it may set up 
after all other units have deployed from both sides. It must set up within normal deployment zone, but may begin the game hidden and on ambush if the controlling player wishes. So that's uh, that's pretty good. That's pretty powerful, actually. So kind of like infiltrators, but not they get to really position themselves for uh, for a good effect in the game. So, and a lot of these units, uh, as I'm talking through them, um, telling you guys about them. So in their section, they actually say the board guard section counts as infantry for the purpose of a generic reinforced platoon selector from the bolt action rulebook. And it may also be taken an additional infantry squad option for any of the Hungarian theater selectors in the armies of Italy and the Axis supplement. Uh, their use in any of the new theater selectors in the book is already highlighted. So these are units that you can just normally use in a reinforced platoon, uh, which I like because it's, it, it, it's another army. It's another full army to play, right? You know, every time I go out to the shop, it's, it's always Germans. That's all you see. And I get it. That's, there's not many Axis powers, playable Axis powers, you know, but they're starting to get there. Um, Germans obviously being the most uh, common, but you're starting to see Italians. You know, you see Japanese every once in a while. This just adds an extra uh, feather in the cap for another army to play, right? So, which is cool. I like that. I like seeing all that stuff. Uh, next unit is the Knob Flotilla Infantry Section. It's an inexperienced section. Another large squad. Seems to be 13 is their number. The magic number for the, for the Hungarians. Um, standard equipment, you know, SMG, LMGs. They, uh, they're MG08, though, apparently. <laughs> um, so these are, like, landlocked um infantry section they're kind of like uh going down the rivers and whatnot so they actually took their mg08s the crews took the sh from the ships and they used them as light machine guns so the thing with this is they kind of have a, a special rule that's a negative they're kind of cumbersome so it has a shot reduced by one and it can only be used to with a, a fire or ambush order, so not the greatest. <clears throat> now you're starting to go into some of these other units. Uh, Experienced Honovid section, division section. I think this is kind of like your standard unit here as well. Uh, again, 13-man squad. Panzerfaust, two of them, light machine gun. Uh, you can upgrade it to an MG42, so the extra shot. Yeah, your standard, standard looking unit, which is probably a really good one to, to take. And I, I know they have the miniatures for this unit as well. Uh, they have a Gendermeer battalion section. Standard kind of equipment, standard size. Uh, special rules for them is faithful, honorably, and valiantly. The unit itself and any friendly infantry or artillery unit within 12 inches of the uh, Gendermere unit rerolls all failed morale checks that would otherwise see them removed from the table. 
definitely keeping your infantry clumped up around this unit or if you have multiples of this unit. Uh, that can help a lot. It kind of gives you the Soviet special rule, essentially. But 12 inches, that's a pretty big bubble. So you could definitely wrap around this, this unit and uh, start moving your men up and hopefully you won't have to use this rule. I can see it coming into effect every once in a while, but it's a nice bonus that you have on the side. So that's pretty neat. Parachute assault section. Uh, they've got a bit of options here as well. And I know they have miniatures for this, this unit here too. Again, uh, 13. You can have four machine guns. Submachine guns, I should say. Uh, two can have Panzerfausts. And of course, your light machine gun can be upgraded to the German machine gun. They also do have tough as old boots. So fighting spirit of the Magyar paratroopers was highly praised by the German allies. This unit rolls bonus attack dice when fighting in close quarters for every three men fighting in the combat roll, one extra dice. So seven would be two extra dice and 10, two, 10 would be three and so on. Uh, the extra attack can be assumed to come from any of the men fighting. So very similar to one of the British rules, I believe. And then they have motivated elite when the unit successfully passes an order check, remove D2 pins rather than the usual one. Uh, these guys come as veterans. They're pretty good. I like the rules. Their miniatures are actually really awesome. Um, definitely could uh, create an army just using these guys, essentially. Look pretty neat. Definitely assault unit, especially with all the submachine guns in there as well. Uh, they have the anti-tank capability. So check them out. Replacement Honoved division section. These guys are inexperienced. They actually have the green special rule, which is great because sometimes in most armies you don't see that. Uh, again, standard equipment with the Panzerfaust, that is, as well. University Assault Battalion. They are green and fanatics, inexperienced, so fresh. Definitely fresh troops. <laughs> no Panzerfaust in this, this uh, squad, though. Just rifles and an SMG, so your standard, and LMG, your standard, uh, standard unit for inexperience. So if you need to fill in some points, you can definitely take them in. You have the Vanet Battalion Flying Squad, which is interesting. What do we have here? Five additional men, so only ten in this one. Machine guns, Panzerfausts, uh, they have Fanatics, and then they have a special rule called Uncles and Pups. The old veterans of the First World War were tasked with looking out for the battalion's young volunteers. First time the unit suffers a casualty, roll die. On roll one, the unit immediately is rated down to inexperience and morale value of eight for the rest of the battle. Whew. Don't like that. Uh, there's no effect, no further effect. Home ground. These troops are fighting in the streets of their home city and use local knowledge to great effect, choosing the best, 
best defensive positions, laying ambushes and bringing up reserves. Um, this unit does not suffer minus one from the reserve or outflank. In addition, when deploying, start of the game or on the first wave, set up after all the units have deployed on both sides. Okay, so just like the rule I, I talked about before. They can set up afterwards pretty much 12 inches, and they also begin hidden or and on ambush. Um, municipal workers recruited from the men of the various city, city works. The men of the Vanny Battalion have intimate knowledge of Budapest tunnels, culverts, and sewers. So the unit suffers a minus one to their order test for deploying using sewer movement uh, rather than the usual minus two. So that's more of a campaign scenario thing. So then you come over to their 44M uh, Panzler M rocket launcher. So this actually counts as a bazooka, which is interesting. So you get a bazooka and you get Panzerfausts. That's pretty cool. Nice little miniatures for that as well. Uh, your artillery, it's a 43M, oh, I don't even know how to pronounce that one, but Solero Zatzveto. It's a heavy mortar, but it's a multiple launcher. So four-man team. Uh, you do have a rocket launcher as well. 44M Bozo Genya Veto. This is an interesting one. Rocket launcher has a two rocket salvo. The weapon has two ammunition types and it has the uh, below profiles. Declare which profile you're using before you're firing. Uh, you must load two rockets of the same type, and so the following shot will be need to use the same profile. Then you can start process again for the second rocket. So it has like a mace, it's a range 36 shots, one pen of plus seven, and then you have a rainfall. Um, 36 shot one HE3 has a small carriage. The weapon system is actually mounted on a captured Soviet Maxim machine gun charges carriages. As such, uh, the weapon was too small to tow behind a vehicle. The crew and the weapon are instead counted as infantry when being transported, taking up six transport stops inside the vehicle. The crew may move with the weapon up to six inches when given a run order, even through rough ground. That's different mobile uh mobile pretty much rocket launcher that's pretty cool uh then you have your heavy anti-tank aircraft gun it's an 88 or 80 millimeter flak turnable on a big heavy platform anti-tank gun their version of an 88 i guess Moving on to vehicles, this is where you start getting a bit of an upgrade as well for, for the army for upgrade for tanks. Um, you have a, a Jag Panzer 38T Hetzer. So right there it's kind of an upgrade. They have the Hitler's Buzzsaw, of course, but they have weak side armor. Um, so all shots from the side or rear count as plus two instead of plus one. So stay hidden. Panzer IV, Offs G, and H. You can have the Skurzen armor skirts. 
So standard uh, standard Panzer IV, uh, heavy anti-tank gun, coaxial. So you can take one of those, paint them up in uh, Hungarian colors. You have a Panzer V Panther, same thing. They do get Tiger Fear. So there's that as well. Uh, front armor of the Panzer V Panther is actually a 10 plus. And that's the front armor. Super heavy anti-tank cannon on that thing. Stug 3 off G. Same, same as the Germans. Heavy anti-tank gun in the front. You can have the armored skirts. You can also take a Tiger 1. Just as usual. Tiger Fear, all that stuff. And then you have a 43M Zerini 2. Um, this here is a medium tank of 9+. plus. Has a forward-facing medium howitzer. Uh, may have the Thomas-based armor for 10 points. And may upgrade to 1942M heat ammunition for 10 points. Spaced armor of taking anti-tank rifles and shape chargers never get the plus one penetration bonus for hitting the vehicle on the side. Okay. And the 1942M heat ammunition, if taken, the Zerini 2 can be equipped with the armor-piercing ammunition, allowing it to fire a medium howitzer as a medium anti-tank gun. So, for 180 points, not too bad. Gives uh, gives you the feel of it's it's a Hungarian, you know, uh, army right tank. So that's it for the tank. So and that's really that's all it is for the army itself. Uh, you definitely can play around with some of these units with the, especially with the, uh, deploying after everybody's deployed special rules that you get, um, between that and maybe something like the parachute squad and whatnot, um, you can use for some glorious assaults uh, against positions, some, some nice gritty close combat. If you like, I remember there are some units that are fanatic, um, so lots of options there. Uh, again, like I said, you have the equipment to be a formidable army. You have a lot of anti-tank weaponry that actually you have more than probably most armies do. Um, some of the, the earlier armies, I guess. There's enough flamethrowers. There's, you know, your bazookas, you have your Panzerfaust, which is great to see in the army that you have those options. The miniature range is, is pretty good right now at the moment. I mean, they're continually, continuously adding to it. Warlord Games is pretty good at that. Um, it's nice to see that they've released them, especially at the time that this book has come out. Um, and as you go through it, you know, like there's, you got your theater selectors too, if you like to play around with that kind of stuff. Uh, most theater selectors will have some sort of special rules um, that just reinforced platoons won't have. So um, definitely check them out. You can play those kind of forces, right? So seems pretty neat. Definitely an, an army that I'm interested in playing, that I will be playing. Uh, like I said, I, I've, I've actually clocked the whole range for them so 
just have to see what I'm going to reinforce them with. Uh, otherwise that's about it for, uh, the episode. It's a little short one, uh, but it gives you an overview on the Hungarian Royal Army. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed that. I know it's a kind of a straight, straightforward kind of, this is an overview of, of what they are. Uh, not too many negative effects in their army, just on some units, but not so much, uh, you know, the full army itself, unlike some of the ally, smaller ally armies. Um, so I like them. I'm looking forward to, to getting them built and to get them on the board and play, play them, bring some, uh, new, uh, new armies to the table in the community and then maybe use them for some kind of campaigns or battles down against Jason and maybe some of the guys at the, at the shop. So, so yeah, so that's the, uh, that's the overview. If you guys enjoyed the episode, please let me know, uh, if there's an army maybe that you want to take a look at or you're interested in that we haven't covered, um, please let me know as well. Uh, I actually have all the books and, and most of the, uh, resources for them. Um, so check it out, you know, leave, leave a comment, let us know what you think. Uh, if you enjoyed it, uh, if any ideas that you have with the army kind of thing, um, have you played them that kind of, that sort of thing. We love to hear that stuff, uh, have a little bit of banter, go back and forth. So again, uh, thank you for joining me on this episode. Uh, hopefully your guys are getting games and rolling dice out there and, uh, painting up your, your armies and whatnot. I know I've been uh, a little behind on painting armies just due to the terrain. Uh, but, uh, looks like there'll be more to come. Uh, also saying that looking forward to planning out stuff for, for next year, hopefully get some more tournaments in and whatnot. Um, I believe, so this tournament that we have in October, uh, it's my D-Day tournaments that I'm doing, well, event, I should say, not tournament. And uh, I believe that will be the last one for the year. Hopefully next year, I'm going to probably try to run uh, a tank war event at some, or, you know, sometime early in the year, possibly, um, and get that going too. So, and then of course, build more tables, have more events. So keep an eye out for that stuff. Hope you guys enjoyed, like I, like I said, and uh, keep on rolling those dice and we'll see you on the battlefield. Take care.